there's a misconception that we don't exist, that somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited, that overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angelina Davis. And if this is your first time joining me on this podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if you're tuning back in, hey, look, welcome back. (laughs) And this is hopefully be a very helpful conversation um, that we are going to have because it's going to be a little bit off the cuff. I want to talk about this whole concept of sharing your unique perspective. And the reason I'm talking about this is because I think oftentimes in practice, we use a lot of lingo and we say a lot of things that sound very abstract when people hear them. Or either it sounds like something that most people can relate to and they think they understand, but don't necessarily know how to carry it out when it actually gets to the point of implementation. So I want to revisit this whole concept of unique perspective because I find it to be such an important part of really building and growing your consulting practice. Um, And it's a way for you to stand out in your industry. But if you don't really know how to do that, if you don't really know what it means to share your unique perspective, how you actually share your unique perspective, then more than likely you're not going to be able to successfully do it. So (laughs) as we kind of start this conversation, I want to just go back to my experience. I always like to, you know, kind of share the things that I'm pulling from so you have a better understanding as to where I am coming from in terms of this concept and how I I find it to be valuable. Um, You know, but when I first started out, I talk about this oftentimes that I was definitely unsure of myself. I entered consulting in a very non-traditional way, meaning that I didn't work for one of the large consulting firms like the Deloitte's or the Baines, et cetera, the world. And so when I was entering into consulting, I was coming from being a quote unquote expert in my uh, field and my specialty, and I was moving into the consulting space. And so I always like to, you know, tell people that it sounds like it's very easy to shift into consulting, but it's not. Consulting is its own world. There's a certain art to consulting practice that you have to learn, you have to really appreciate that does take time. Initially, when I started, I thought, oh, this is going to be a no-brainer, right? (laughs) We always think that when we are a little bit overconfident in terms of our abilities. But I was quickly humbled, let me tell you that, because what I found is that a lot of the things that I needed to do in order to land clients and really build relationships so that I could, you know, extend contracts and really uh, gain the influence and in be able to persuade uh, clients in the direction I would have them to go. 
That part right there, that was a challenge. And so it was a huge learning curve for me to figure out how to navigate this new space. And the the one thing that I did when I started out is I felt like in order for me to gain influence and to be considered an expert in the consulting space, that I needed to be right all the time. I needed to know everything. I needed to be able to answer any question that anyone had. And my biggest fear that I had was, you know, what if someone asks me something that I don't know? What, what if I make a mistake? You know, is this going to cause me to lose credibility with the people that I'm trying to actually build credibility with. That was a huge fear of mine. So I played it, I played it super safe. I walked this really, really thin line the entire time, meaning that I was double checking every answer. You know, I would have a you know, proposal or some document that I had to prepare, I would have that checked over two or three times again by others. I would constantly just want to make sure that I did everything possible not to make a mistake, not to take a risk. And really, I thought I was doing the right thing. But what I found is that <laughs> a lot of the things that I was doing at the time didn't really resonate as well with the prospects that we wanted to land or the clients that I was serving at the time. And I couldn't figure out what the disconnect was. Uh, you know, I really couldn't because I felt like I was putting out such high quality work. I was making sure everything was accurate. I was making sure that I had dotted all my I's and crossed all my T's. But the thing that I did not take into consideration was that by being so perfect or trying to be so perfect in the way that I approach my work, I wasn't relatable. Not only was I not relatable, I I also created this environment where I wasn't really providing any information that they likely had not already heard or had not already researched themselves. Because think about it, when you're trying to double check and make sure that you're getting all the answers right and you're you know answering everything as accurately as possible, you're looking for, in essence, validation of your response in some other aspect of literature or online space or from some other expert, right? And so if you're looking for this validation everywhere, the likelihood that you're saying something new or saying something that someone can, you know, really have an awakening or some type of eye-opening response to, that is going to be very, very low because you're pulling from things that are already out there. And that's not what clients were looking for because oftentimes... By the time someone is seeking help from a consultant, they've already been down the those paths. They've already been down that road before. They've already probably looked at many of the options that you are, you know, speaking to, although you may be able to speak to it in more depth, they've already kind of explored that and figured out, at least at that moment, based upon what they knew, that that option wasn't best for them. So what I observed is that you know, over time, when I began to relax <laughs> that model a bit, and you know, really, in all honesty, I'll just be be point blank. Some of this came because my my life got so busy that I didn't have the time to really double check everything like I used to. And what happened with me is that I had to start relying on what I knew and what I had experienced, right? And it was it was a the probably the biggest blessing I actually had because as I did that, as I began to open up and share more of my insight in giving, you know, responses and answers and solutions and crafting solutions for clients, 
based upon what I knew to be true, based on my experiences, then that's actually when everything turned around. Things begin to resonate. Clients begin to, you know, really enjoy that feedback to the point where many of the the contracts that I had, even from that very start, I still have to this day. So, you know, and it, it was just a wonderful blessing. And really, you know, I learned so much from that because it taught me, number one, that I had wasted so much time <laughs> doing all of that research and double checking. Number two is that it helped me to build confidence in myself and what I had to offer. But the third thing is that I really realized the true value that my unique perspective was able to offer. And so that's one of the reasons why I'm often sharing this whole concept of using your unique perspective in your practice. And I wanted to kind of explain a little bit of what that looks like and what that means so you get a better idea as to how you can also do the same. So you know that business growth and financial stability require one thing, and that's clients. So that means gaining more clients has to be top priority in your business if you want to survive without being in a constant feast and famine mode. That's just not sexy. So those other successful consultants you see on LinkedIn or Instagram making it look so easy, it's like they have some secret sauce or luck for for endless clients or referrals. But honestly, all thriving practices are built on solid processes, showing up authentically in your marketing and positioning your expertise effectively. In other words, there's a consulting code that you can learn, plug into your business, and then modify so it leads you toward your ideal business and your ideal lifestyle. So if you want to know more and have the secret to crack this code, just visit my description and download the free foolproof checklist to grow your consulting business to six figures and beyond. Because when you crack the code, you'll be able to generate leads and increase profits with more ease. So one of the first ways I always like to share, you know, as to how you can begin to create and craft your unique perspective is by taking time out to be along with your thoughts. And I know this sounds very (laughs) probably airy fairy to you, but there is a certain amount of insight that you can gather when you have those quiet moments alone, because it takes you away from the chatter that you are constantly hearing, whether it's online or even in your workspace, and allows you to sit with those ideas um, that you know, that you've heard over time or the information that you've been taught. And from that, you can begin to think about how you see things differently. And because it keeps, it takes you out of this reactive space and puts you in a a space where you're able to really be more intentional with the ideas and the concepts that you're developing. So often when people have a lot of difficulty trying to come up with a perspective that sounds different and is not the same as what they're seeing out there in the, in the online space or, you know, in their industry, when they're trying to think of something different, they can often find that different message when they allow themselves to have that quiet time alone. It's amazing what the mind will do when you're able to just think of things and really 
not be influenced by so many outside factors. That's when you do the greatest work. It's really in those still moments and that downtime. And so if you're not building that time into your schedule so that you can be with your thoughts, so that you can think through concepts, so you can sit down with a client's problems or you know their uh, stressors and their pain points and really think through how you would craft a solution, all of the ways that they can approach solving their problem, then it's going to be very hard for you to develop a perspective that is truly unique because you're pulling from all of these external factors that are constantly playing in your ear. But the minute you silence that, the minute you cut that out for a period of time, you're able to think more clearly in terms of how you see things differently. And so, for instance, someone may recommend one particular strategy because it is a strategy that has been working for a number of clients or a number of gurus that they see out in their industry space. But maybe there's something that you've experienced in terms of your previous track record in history that you can share that looks completely different and it may not be the norm. That's okay. That's part of living out and sharing that unique perspective. That's the part that people need to hear because keep in mind, clients and your, your prospects are seeing all of the same things that you are. They're seeing all of the the methods and the strategies that you are. And so they're still searching, right? They're still searching because evidently something about those tactics, methods, strategies don't align with them. So when you're able to be in this quiet space and think of these things, it helps you to share something that is uniquely you based upon only what you know, because you've tuned out those external factors. So one of the first keys to really uh, uh, kind of crafting your unique perspective and your unique message is to really have that quiet time alone to be able to pull from what you know internally and those things that you have actually experienced. Now, the next thing that often comes up with clients is, you know, okay, I get the idea, I get the whole concept that I need to have quiet time and I need to be able to kind of pull from my own experience. But what if I'm, I I can't think of anything? What if there's nothing new that I can offer? What do I do then? And usually my answer there is that there is nothing new under the sun. And that's something that we have to know and understand from the very start. You know, there is this misconception that somehow we're going to come up with an idea or a thought, uh, even even when it comes to services and offers, that we're going to come up with something that's new that has never been seen before. We want to just have this brand spanking new thing. And that is extremely rare because we're at a point where we have seen so much evolve in such a short period of time with the, you know, kind of invention of the internet and really where we are in the online space today. It is far more sophisticated than it has ever been in the past. And it is definitely just really growing at such a rapid pace and on such a accelerated trajectory. So the likelihood that you're going to come up with this completely new concept or idea is, is very rare and very low. But what often happens is that there is the opportunity to approach a problem from a different perspective, right? That's the whole concept of unique perspective. And what I mean by this is that if I'm working in 
the IT space, the information technology space. But I see something that has worked well, maybe in some other aspect of, uh, you know, another industry. Let's even say something such as graphic design. Then that concept that worked in graphic design can potentially be something that can be molded, that can be you know, crafted and, and evolved into something that can also work in the IT space. And so what I often recommend is that my clients take time to really dive into more reading and more study in different areas, get out of their box, get out of their industry and what they are constantly seeing nonstop. Because the thing is, when you're trying to stay on top of your expertise and really lead in your field, you begin to consume so much information within your industry. And so it, it kind of creates this box for you. It's not intentional, but it's something that just kind of naturally happens. However, when you're able to step out of that space, and often we have to be intentional with stepping out of that space because once again, time is limited. And so you usually are not going to naturally do that. You're not going to (laughs) naturally just be, you know, reading graphic design magazines, right? Or, Or books. But when you build in these other aspects of study, and it can be in whatever area that you find interesting, you will stumble upon ideas that you will easily recognize can be something that can potentially be used in your industry. And that's how you begin to evolve your practice and really craft new ways of approaching problems. That perspective that you're able to give that may have come from a different industry is something that may be completely unique and new for you in your space. And so that is a way that we can begin to bring this additional unique perspective even beyond what we have experienced in terms of our lived experience, but it's also how we're able to take knowledge, right? And filter that knowledge through the filter of our lived experience and the things that we know, and then spit out something that is going to, in essence, be highly valuable to the person who is receiving that information. It's all about how we're able to interpret the information and actually put it to use so that the person can implement it effectively. That's the value. And so whenever we get into these points where we are kind of like stuck and we don't know where to go or how to come up with new ideas. One way of doing that is to look outside of our industry and begin to think about how we can utilize those, you know, practices, strategies, tactics that have worked elsewhere and how we can evolve that to our practice. And the one last thing that I want to leave you with when it comes to sharing your unique perspective is that don't just share the good stuff. Don't just share everything that went right. Okay. Because if you're sharing all of the good stuff and you're not sharing any of the bad, then that is not going to be very, very valuable because you're leaving out where you were able to transcend and overcome these obstacles so that you were able to still achieve success. And that's what your client needs to hear. Because remember, they're at a point where they're feeling a pain. They're at a point where they're not where they want to be. They don't have the ability to really grasp their their uh, success or their reward. They haven't accomplished their goal. And so when you're at that point, you need to know how to get to the other side. You don't want to always hear the the cheering uh, celebration and the the happy stories. You want to hear some of those dark times and how you were able to navigate it. So part of this unique perspective that you're able to share has to include some of the mistakes that you made. It has to include some of the things that went wrong. It has to include some of the things that may not be very flattering for you, but 
it has to shed light on how you were able to move past those things successfully. It's kind of like when I opened this episode and just being very candid about how I was not able to provide, you know, what someone may see as a lot of value to the clients I was serving because I was not sharing my unique perspective. I was not sharing anything that was different from what they could find in a book because I I was making sure I stuck with the book, right? I was doing it intentionally because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. But that was a huge mistake I was making. And so by sharing that story, my hope is that you don't do the same, that you're able to really look at those things that you were able to accomplish and what led to those successes and use that in order to build your practice and really build the way that you approach uh, your clients in the future. And, you know, I believe so strongly in this is that this is one element of the, the practice that I have in, in terms of coaching clients. There's one thing that I like to do when we first start out, and that is really auditing, not just their business, but also being able to do what we call a SOAR analysis. And if anyone's, you know, familiar with SOAR, SOAR is very much like a SWOT analysis, but instead of focusing on, you know, the threats and the weaknesses, if focuses on aspirations. It focuses on the the successes, the thing you want to build from this point of success and move forward from that. And so part of the value of using that tool, in my opinion, is that it gets clients focused on how they were able to overcome an obstacle and move forward. And that positions them to think and strategize in a different way. And so I suggest that you do the same thing for your clients, that you share those things that help you to be successful and show them how you were able to overcome that in your circumstance, or maybe it it wasn't something that you experienced, but something that you helped another client through. And so they can know, number one, that they're not alone, that whatever they're going through is not some unique experience, but then also that you understand and have empathy for where they are. That will help to build that connection that you need, that relationship building piece that helps you to influence their, you know, their actions as you move forward. Um, but then also it's going to give them the, the hope that things will get better, which helps somebody implement in a, a more intentional way. Because oftentimes as consultants, we are giving that strategy and relying on our clients to actually implement and follow through. And sometimes they don't follow through because they truly don't believe it's possible. Although they told you, okay, I believe you, I understand. They don't necessarily follow through. And on their end, is there a certain level of, of self-doubt that may be there or some you know uh, obstacle that they feel is too massive for them to overcome? And by us really taking the approach of sharing not just the good, but also the challenge times that helps them to implement more effectively, which in turn allows you to grow your business because then you're known as the one that is able to drive real change. So, you know, when you're approaching your unique perspective, don't just share the good times. Make sure that you are also tapping into those difficult times, even when you feel like they may not necessarily be as flattering for you to share. Know that in the end, it's going to serve your business well. 
So I hope this conversation today has been helpful and helps you to really think about this whole concept of unique perspective and have a better understanding of what it means and how you can use it in your practice. Number one, how you can take that quiet time out to really be with your thoughts and craft those ideas that are uniquely yours. And then two, when you kind of run into those roadblocks and kind of have a uh, a lapse in creativity that you're able to find, you know, influence from other works that people have, you know, whether they've published in a different area or if they have put that out in a different industry that you're able to pull from that and then use it as inspiration for the ideas that you're able to share. And then last but not least, being able to really speak to the good and the bad so that you are really giving a full scope in terms of how it can, well, what it can look like to really accomplish the goal. So, you know, when you put all this in practice, I think it'll help you to connect better with the clients that you want to serve. I think that it will allow you to present ideas in a way that is going to resonate with your clients. It's going to be easy for them to accept and to buy into. And then also they're going to find success with implementation because they're going to truly believe and know that it is possible. <laughs> all right. So if you, enjoyed this episode, then please, please, please share it with a friend. Also leave us a review on Apple podcasts or um, rate us on Spotify. I would definitely, definitely appreciate that. And don't hesitate to reach out to me via DM on Instagram or either LinkedIn and talk more about this episode. I love to continue this conversation. Uh, So, you know, you can find me at Dr. Angelina Davis on either of those platforms. Um, And last but not least, if you are interested in starting your consulting business or growing your consulting business further, then definitely I have a program that would be awesome for you. It's called Position to Excel. It focuses on helping you build and, and craft a core service offer, a magnetic core service offer, and then building your expert brand and positioning your services to sell effectively. And so if you're interested in that, then also that link is going to be in my description. But until next time, I hope you have a wonderful one. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting, and you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you, so let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit consulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.